Hi guys and welcome back to the Female Fitness Podcast. I'm your host Danny, and today is a solo podcast where I'm going to talk about the fact that you can pursue physique development without actually stepping on stage because I think that not enough, it's obviously a very basic obvious fact but not enough people think about it enough and I think people too often jump into competitive bodybuilding without considering the fact that they could actually go through essentially the same process of developing their physique, going through hypertrophy phases and fat loss phases without pushing it to that extreme and without subjecting themselves to the opinions of judges and potentially other people, other peers in the industry on social media as well. Um, And often people start to make progress from a physique perspective and then see it almost as a natural progression to go on to compete in bodybuilding when in reality it should be carefully considered because it is a it is an extreme sport which doesn't come without its consequences. So that's what I'm going to talk about in today's podcast. Before I get into it properly, if you're listening right now, it would mean the absolute world to me if you could just share that you're listening on your Instagram story and tag me in it and tag the Female Fitness Podcast as well as my account, Danny Bosworth just so that we can spread the word and I can reach more people and therefore help more people, provide more value to more people. It would mean the absolute world. And whilst you're at it, if you could just like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this, it would mean the world. Just show your support and tell me that you're listening and enjoying the podcast. Um, So thank you to any of you who take the time to do that. It genuinely means the absolute world if you do. So back onto the subject of physique development and how you can do that without actually taking it to the extreme of competing and bodybuilding. And often actually that's the right thing for the majority of the population to do, to not push it to that extreme and not actually go into the sport properly. Um, It can sometimes happen that people end up in competitive bodybuilding. They end up stepping on stage as a result of competing almost seeming like the done thing in your gym environment if you go to a bodybuilding gym or the done thing on social media it's very popular on social media now and sometimes like actually in my case it can be down to someone making a comment along the lines of when they see you in person or on social media, they might make a comment such as, have you ever thought of competing? I think you'd do really well, you look great. And that's just a result of seeing someone making really good physique-based progress without considering their individual circumstances and their values in life and whether competing would really be beneficial or appropriate for them, or whether it might actually be quite detrimental. And then Often when you receive a comment like that, 
It obviously is in some ways quite complimentary. It can be nice to receive a comment like that. But we then sometimes act on those type of comments without thinking about what's really right for us as an individual and without really considering what we're getting ourselves into. I think a lot of people jump into stepping on stage, jump into a contest prep without too much thought, without really knowing the potential risks, without knowing the potential consequences, without knowing that they're actually going to have to dedicate their entire life to the sport. And so there just needs to be more careful consideration. And I think more people need to consider the fact that they could actually go through pretty much the exact same process as a bodybuilder in terms of the physique development process without pushing it to that extreme and without actually stepping on stage to almost validate their progress. Bodybuilding is an extreme. It needs to be carefully considered. It doesn't come without its challenges, its detrimental effects to our mental and physical health. And it also pretty much consumes your life when you get into it. So if you're going to get into it, you need to make sure that it really is in line with your values in life if you wish to pursue it. And I think that not enough people consider that they can still develop their physique. They can pursue the goal of hypertrophy, which is building muscle tissue And they can go through fat loss phases without actually having to step on stage to validate their progress. Now, to know if it is in line with your values, like I've just commented on, you need to know what your values are. And so if you are listening to this right now and you don't know what your values are in life, That's something that you really need to address. So I want you to set some time aside today to just have a think about what your values are in life. And if you don't know where to start with this, you can literally Google list of life values and it will give you hundreds of example values. And a good place to start if you are quite directionless with it and you have no idea what your values are is just read through that list and just write down initially any that jump out at you and just just jot them down. And then you can start to narrow those down by thinking about what things in your life do you really appreciate? What things do you do or what people do you see? What act what environments are you in? What parts of life bring you joy and leave you feeling fulfilled? Um, Is that spending time with the people that you love, in which case connection might be one of your values? Um, Does doing art make you feel really good and peaceful and fulfilled? If so, creativity might be one of your values. Does travelling make you feel really really good and always leave you feeling your best self in which case freedom or travel might be one of your values so this is these are just examples of things that you could go through but think about what activities what environments what situations um leave you feeling your best self and think about what really matters to you in your life and then you can start to narrow these values down from what initially sort of jumped out at you 
and once you've done that you can start to order them it's really important that you order your values as well so that you know what comes first because there might be situations in life where you have to pick what direction to go down and the order of your values will influence that decision massively so it's important that you not only identify what your core values are but that you actually order them and then something that I would advise doing is writing underneath each value an example of how you currently act in line with that value and how you want to act moving forwards to ensure that you are living life in line with your values Um, So that's something that you need to do if you don't know what they are already. Otherwise, you're going to feel lost. You're going to feel directionless. You're going to struggle when it comes to making decisions about, for example, whether to compete or whether to not compete because you don't have, you don't know what you value. So you're going to feel lost when it comes to these things and you're going to feel um, very indecisive. And you're not going to know what's right for you. So you need to sit down and really think about your values. Um, And this is something that actually myself and Charlie spoke about recently in the Flourishing Competitor Facebook group that we've set up. And we have put a values exercise in there and we've spoken through our own values as examples. If you aren't part of that, go and join that Facebook group. There's a link to it in my Instagram bio. It's completely free and it's literally just a ton of valuable information. Um, And like I said, there's a values exercise that you can actually use in there. So if you want to go through this, I would highly advise you join our our Facebook group and go through that values exercise and listen to the recent Q&A that we did. Um, But yeah, that is a bit of a tangent, but it's something that's really important that you that everyone does, no matter who you are, no matter what you do, no matter if you're into fitness or you're not, you need to do your values. You need to know what your values are in life. Back onto the topic. Um, as I was saying, I think not enough people consider that they can still go through the process of physique development without pushing it to the extreme of stepping on stage, taking performance enhancing drugs, risking their health. And it would be a much healthier way to go about the process of physique development. And for a lot of people, I would argue that it would be the best decision as opposed to pushing it to the extreme of getting into stage condition and then going through off seasons where you often gain an amount of body fat which is quite uncomfortable for you. And my question would be, why not go through that process but just not as extreme? So you can still go through those cyclical phases if you want of pursuing muscle gain, hypertrophy, followed by fat loss to almost quote-unquote reveal what you've worked so hard for without pushing it to the extreme of being incredibly uncomfortable in the improvement season and the extreme of seeing a lot of negative health effects because of pushing all the way to stage condition. You know, our bodies don't want to be there. Our bodies do not function at their best when we are in stage condition. Especially as women, we see a lot of negative adaptations such as irregular or absent mens- absent periods. Um, and that comes with a whole host of issues, not just 
potential fertility issues. And alongside that, our risk of nutrient deficiencies is so much higher because our calories are limited. We're spending time in this state of low energy availability and our bone health can suffer, our cognitive function can suffer, our digestive health can suffer. It consumes our life and takes away from our ability to enjoy a healthy social life. All of these things you could keep intact. You could avoid all of these negatives if you just went through the process in a less extreme manner and didn't actually compete, didn't actually step on stage. So it's it's really worth considering and it would be a much more beneficial option for the majority of the population not to step on stage and just to go through this process if you want to develop your physique in a less extreme manner. And you also, it's worth mentioning that you you need a coach that ideally is not a hardcore prep coach to take you through that process in a less extreme manner because you need to be treated slightly differently and you don't need to follow the same protocols that a competitive bodybuilder would if you do not want to step on stage and actually following those protocols to that same extreme that a competitive bodybuilder might if you don't want to step on stage could be very harmful so that's something that you need to take into account like think about who who you're working with as like what coach you are working with if you are going to work with somebody and I would suggest if you don't want to compete even if you want to go through that process of building your your bodybuilding essentially if you want to go through that process if you want to go through that process of physique development but you don't actually want to push it to the extreme of stepping on stage I would advise against working with someone who is just a prep coach because if you do you will probably end up seeing some of the negative consequences that people who compete in bodybuilding might and you're still not stepping on stage. So you would be better off working with someone who coaches in a slightly more holistic manner and coaches people to slightly less of an extreme, but who who, all, who also has a good level of knowledge and can take you through that process and help you achieve the physique progress that you want, um, but just in a slightly healthier way. But yeah, my question to a lot of people would be, why not stay in a body fat range where you're happy and your health is intact and you're performing and functioning well mentally and physically? whilst going through that process of physique development, why do you need to push it to the extreme of getting into stage condition and stepping on stage? You could still go through cyclic, cyclical hypertrophy and fat loss phases if you wanted, just like a bodybuilder might. And the great thing, a massive advantage to doing this would be that you could actually build a physique in line with your own personal preferences as opposed to having to build a physique in line with bodybuilding criteria. Because we are all so individual and we all have our own individual preferences. Judges have their individual preferences too. The bodybuilding criteria is very specific. The likelihood of the bodybuilding criteria being, I think especially in the women's categories, 
the likelihood of the bodybuilding criteria being exactly how you want you genuinely want your physique to be if you think about without taking into account the opinions of others is quite slim so actually if you take away that criteria and you're able to go through this process of physique development without having to develop your physique in line with the bikini criteria for example you have so much more freedom and it's gonna be a a really rewarding process because you can build your physique exactly how you want it and you can really get to know what you want as well as opposed to just blindly thinking oh I need to train my glutes my hamstrings and my delts because that's the bikini criteria you can actually have a think about what you really want and an example is like when I was competing in bikini I had to stop training in a way that I, like I had to stop doing some exercises that I really enjoyed because I didn't want to develop more muscle tissue in certain areas. An example of that is I had to stop deadlifting because my back, especially my erectors were quite thick. And so I didn't want them to get any more developed because in bikini you want a really tiny midsection and my lower back also got quite lean and they didn't really want to see the amount of definition that I had through my erectors on stage in the bikini category. So I had to stop doing deadlifts, which I absolutely love to develop my physique in line with that criteria and be the best bikini athlete I could possibly be and so it's really worth taking that into account as well like developing your physique in line with the criteria can be quite limiting in certain ways not only in terms of like you might not like your physique best building it in line with that criteria but you might have to even adapt your training in ways that you don't want to adapt your training just to fit this criteria you might have to sacrifice exercises or training styles that you love which could really add to your life and improve your enjoyment of life you have to sacrifice those things just to fit a criteria and so that's one of the downsides of actually going through physique development in line with bodybuilding criteria and competing in competitive bodybuilding as well like would you not just rather go through this process of physique development in line with your own preferences able to change your preferences whenever you want and make sure that you're actually actually able to enjoy the process and you don't have to sacrifice exercises or training styles that you love or you know in some cases some bikini athletes have to stay away from training to failure they have to train with more reps and reserves sometimes um again to sort of like to some extent limit muscle tissue development in certain areas is that something that you want it's something that you really need to consider and on top of that as well your body image and your relationship with yourself would probably be better if you weren't to compete and subject yourself to the opinions of judges because you're so much less likely if you don't do that 
to pin yourself, your sense of self-worth on the opinions of others because you're not subjecting yourself to those opinions. The only person's opinion that matters if you don't compete is your own. Whereas if you do compete and you want to be the best bodybuilder you possibly can, if you want to be the best bikini athlete you possibly can, you have to consider the opinions of judges. You have to consider the opinions of your coach, of potentially peers in the industry. You might consider their opinions as well. And so you might find that what happens is your self-worth is affected if you don't place as well because that becomes something that you work hard towards and it becomes something that's important to you. And so you might find larger fluctuations if you do compete in your self-worth. Whereas if you don't compete and the only person's opinion that matters in terms of your physique is your own, then your self-worth is probably going to stay in a much better place in your body image and relationship with food because those two things tie in together will stay in a better place as well and so that's something that you need to consider when you're thinking about decisions like this and it's really important to remember that stepping on stage does not make you any more or less of a person either like you're no I think sometimes people who compete will not always, but sometimes put themselves on a bit of a pedestal. Um, And sometimes people who are considering competing might think, oh, I will be a better person if I compete. I will be a better coach if I compete, but that's not true. And sometimes it can give you a bit of a false sense of progression. Um, And I can honestly say, like, from a personal perspective, I don't value any of my friends any more or less based on what they look like or based on whether they compete in bodybuilding or not. Literally, I could not care less. I have friends who do compete and I have friends who don't compete. And whether they compete does not affect how much I value them as a person. I literally couldn't care less whether they turned around tomorrow to me and said I'm never competing again or not. And so you're not more valuable as of a of a friend or a family member whether you compete or not. And I think another reason people sometimes get into competing mistakenly is because they think that it will make them a better coach when in reality unless you coach competitive bodybuilders in which case there is an argument for taking yourself through that process so that you can fully relate to what your clients are going through and you've experienced it and you've got the experience of, you know, tan prep and stage prep and all of that. That has its place 100% if you coach competitive bodybuilders, fair enough. But if you don't coach competitive bodybuilders or if you have already stepped on stage as a coach, it does not add it does not make you any more of a coach to step on stage again or to step on stage in the first place if you do not coach bodybuilders. It actually potentially takes away from your abilities as a coach because like I said earlier in this podcast, you have to dedicate your entire life to bodybuilding if you compete. It's not just something that you can do a bit of on the side 
you have to think about it every single day. Every meal has to be thought out. You have to do your steps and your cardio every single day meticulously. You have to take your supplements meticulously every single day. You have to give so much time to that. You have to spend hours training, hours doing your cardio over the week. You have to spend time meal prepping. That is time that's taken away from time that could be spent on your business. And so and time that could be spent coaching your clients. And so it actually time-wise definitely takes away from your abilities as a coach. It takes away from the time that you could be spending on your business. On top of that, it takes energy from you. We all know that the farther you get into prep, the more your energy levels suffer and often your cognitive function suffers as well. One, because you're dieting and you're in a calorie deficit, but two, because when you get so lean, it does have a negative effect on your cognitive function. Like those processes in your body start to suffer and start to downregulate. And so your ability to coach is obviously compromised to some extent if your cognitive function suffers and so prep can take away from your coaching abilities as a result of that on top of that if you don't coach competitive bodybuilders and you compete it might actually have the opposite effect to what you want on your business because your clients probably want to be able to relate to you and if you're coaching the general population if you're coaching people who do not compete they're not going to be able to relate to you if you're pushing your own physique development to the extent of of stepping on stage and taking it to that extreme they want your clients if they do not compete they will want to be healthy they will want to have an element of i hate this word but quote unquote balance in their life and so if you're putting yourself through this life consuming crazy level extreme process they're not going to be able to relate to you and you're not necessarily practicing what you preach and you might actually deter some clients from working with you by putting yourself through that process because they just won't be able to relate and so that's something to consider as well and the reason I wanted to talk through those things is I think there is quite a big misconception that competing will like level you up as a coach when in reality it actually takes away from your coaching abilities and your the time you're able to spend on your business to some extent on top of that financially competing is a huge investment I have spent over the years where I was competing I spent well over a house deposit on bikinis hair makeup travel accommodation show entry it, the list is endless and it costs an absolute bomb. Again, that is money that you could be putting back into your business. And that is money that you could be spending on software to improve your quality of service, money that you could be spending on education. It's money that you could be spending on resources like subscriptions to member site to again, enhance your education. It's money that you could be spending on content in terms of like hiring a videographer or a photographer, um, organizing client photo shoots, all of these things competing takes away from. And so I don't think these things are given enough thought and they need to be given more thought. 
um, people really need to carefully consider whether bodybuilding is the right thing as opposed to just leaping into it headfirst and just seeing the shiny glamorous side of it and like I said remember that you can take yourself through that process of physique development if you want to for example for example if you coach people to make progress with their physique if you coach people to build muscle tissue lose body fat and you want to take yourself through that process so that you can relate to what they're going through and you want to take yourself through that process to set an example and show people how it can be done that's fine but you don't have to push it to the extreme of stepping on stage you can do it without that and it's a much healthier way to go about it and it will probably mean that actually your business thrives much more if you don't coach competitive bodybuilders so that's something that I think everyone needs to think about and if you are thinking of competing you need to make sure that you love the sport not just getting lean, not just the fat loss part of the sport, but the sport as a whole, the improvement season and the prep. You need to make sure you understand what the process is all about, what you're getting yourself into. Um, You need to make sure you understand the criteria, what you're going to have to sacrifice, the financial investment that will be required from you um, and everything that I've spoken through in this podcast. You can't just compete because you enjoy the process of running a fat loss phase and getting leaner and the external validation that comes with that because if you do that, you will end up in a very dark place further down the line and you will end up feeling very unhappy and unfulfilled if you aren't doing it for the right reasons and if it isn't in line with your values and you need to make sure that the benefits of doing it like anything in life you need to make sure the benefits outweigh the risks or the consequences for you as an individual it doesn't matter what's right for anyone else doesn't matter if someone else like absolutely loves the sport and is a great bodybuilder and wouldn't sacrifice it for anything. It also doesn't matter if someone else, it's it's not right for them to compete at this time. It matters what's right for you. And like I said earlier in this podcast, a great place to start is to actually identify your values, your personal values, not anyone else's, not what some your favourite influencer on social media values, but your personal values and ask would stepping on stage compromise any of those values? If it would, then it's probably not the right decision for you. So that is something that I think everyone needs to think about who has or is considering stepping on stage at some point. And remember that you can go through that process of physique development. You can have physique goals without stepping on stage. And if any of you want to pursue those physique-based goals without stepping on stage... I that is exactly what I do with a lot of my clients so if you are interested in working together drop me a direct message on Instagram or drop me drop me an email my Instagram's Danny Bosworth so it's d-a-n-n-i-b-o-s-w-o-r-t-h drop me a message on Instagram um, and I would be happy to help you achieve your goals in a healthy manner and set you up for long-term success and actually help you improve your quality of life throughout the process. So drop me a direct message and let's let's chat. Let's chat about you and your goals, what you're wanting to achieve. And let's set a bit of a game plan up as to how we're going to achieve those goals. But I hope this podcast has been insightful for you. Thank you so much for listening. 
I appreciate it massively. If you do enjoy the content on the Female Fitness Podcast, please like, subscribe, share that you're listening on your Instagram story and drop me a message and let me know what you thought what you think to the podcast because yeah I genuinely appreciate your feedback so much and if there's ever any questions that anybody has my dms are always open if you have any topics that you would like me to cover please let me know if you have any guests that you'd like to hear from drop me a direct message have a great rest of your day guys and I will speak to you soon